You are listening to the Payal Nanjiani Leadership Podcast, the number one podcast in the world for leaders who want to be the best. Each episode is designed to help you recognize and overcome your leadership challenges and achieve great success at your work. This episode is brought to you by your host, Payal Nanjiani, a world-renowned leadership expert, executive coach, and author known for her leadership talks, corporate training, and executive coaching. To know more about Payal, visit her website, www.payalnanjiani.com. Welcome to the Payal Nanjiani Leadership Podcast. This is your host, Payal Nanjiani, and each week we bring you an inspiring thought leader from around the world to help you unlock the success within you and for you to become a great leader. Thanks for joining me today, and we have in the studio none other than Krishna Raghavan, the ex-chief people officer of Flipkart. Krishna is a seasoned leader with over two decades of experience working in product companies across US and India. He is known to have built high-performance teams from ground up through long-term strategic visioning and staffing, backed by intuitive people management and sound organization design. Krishna is a high-energy individual. He comes with proven track record to handle multiple responsibilities and work in dynamic and fast-paced environments. Krishna has specialized experience in scaling startups on a hyper-growth trajectory like Flipkart and Yahoo, amongst many others. And he joins us today on the Payal Nanjani Leadership Podcast to talk about making effective career transitions. Krishna, welcome to the Payal Nanjani Leadership Podcast. It is really an honor to have you here with us. Thank you so much, Payal, for having me here. It's an honor for me as well to participate in this podcast. And, and, and I have read so much about you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your career journey. How did you reach to becoming Chief People Officer at Flipkart? Sure, Payal. I think that sets the course uh, rolling for the rest of the conversation. So I would describe myself in probably one phrase. Um, engineer by mind, by but people leader by heart. So that's really what describes me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did most of my schooling in Mumbai, uh, like most probably middle class uh, families across India. You typically go in search of opportunities and my parents moved to Mumbai from Chennai, where I was born Mm. Um, and most of my schooling there. I continued on to do my pure science degree in math. Uh, That was my first love for a subject that I wanted to really deeply uh, get myself engaged in. And then that's where the first twist in my life happened, where I chose to go for a liberal arts program in the U.S., and uh, as you, as listeners may know on this podcast, uh, a liberal arts program gives you this multifunctional overview of everything that's happening around you, you know, whether it be philosophy, religion, psychology, the arts and so forth. But I majored in computer science as well. And I finished my liberal arts uh, degree and I actually moved to California. And this was right at the time of the dot-com boom in 1999. Um, And I worked there across multiple startups. There again, I would say my second choice of working in startups, even early in my career, uh, I think it came from my desire to contribute in multifaceted ways within an organization. I didn't want to be sort of compartmentalized into one particular role. So though I was an engineer, but I could 
you know, work very closely with product, with business, with operations in the various roles that I actually uh, played across my career. And slowly but surely, I, I rose through the ranks in engineering, uh, took up multiple leadership roles, both in product companies in the US, in the Bay Area particularly, and then in India. And then I chose to relocate back to India to head one of the uh, MNCs out of Bangalore. And I continued that journey. So uh, right now where I am is the choice that I made uh, later on to actually transition to a people role. Okay. And maybe we can get into that uh, later later in the conversation. Yeah, so um, when you say you, you, you know, moved back to India from the United States, and then you started taking it up here. That itself is a huge transition in itself. How has that transition been, both personally and professionally? Because I'm in I this stage, that's why I'm asking you. <laughs> sure, Payan. So it's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, there have been obviously uh, down curves. There have been uh, areas of disappointment for me as I moved back from the U.S., but on a whole, I would describe it as extremely fulfilling, both professionally and personally. Um, personally, I was able to spend a lot more time with my family. Um, and that's very important to me. Uh, that's my extended family. Uh, and second, I think professionally, um, nobody could have predicted the kind of boom that India has gone through as a market. And I think the wealth of opportunities and the kinds of roles that are available in India, I can surely say they are way better than possibly what you can even reach globally. So it's been very satisfying. I, I, I cannot agree more with you on this. So as a family, we moved to the United States after 25 years of being in, in, in there and working there. And uh, I think that entire transition for my husband, for me, for both my girls have been really very fulfilling. And like you say, you just feel very... Uh, you know, I, I feel very purposeful doing what I am doing now here. So I think that's that's something which I really resonate. And um, you know, when when you talk about career transitions, and you've had quite a few of them, like you mentioned, how you started off. Um, what has been your experience with these career transitions that has happened in your own in your own life? Yeah. So I think first and foremost. Um... I think there's no right time for a career transition. Uh, the questions that I would pose to all our listeners is, uh, first of all, do you find joy in your work? I think most of us spend more than half of our lives at work. And it's probably, you know, more than half of our waking time. And it's very important for us to ask this question. And do you also get lost at times in your work where you lose track of time? These are indicators of the fact that you're enjoying your work. Mm. And I'm not saying that everybody has to be in that space all the time. But once you kind of get these questions answered, you then have to figure out and deeply reflect on what your strengths are as an individual. And it's something that you will discover over time. When you graduate out of college, you may choose a particular career or as a choice based on multitude of factors. In my case, you know, growing up um, as a, you know, as a traditional TAM uh, family, which is, you know, Tamilian family, you pick engineering as a profession by automatic choice. But then over time, you understand your strengths and your development areas. And can you look around and find roles where you can allow these strengths to flourish mm -hmm. and create impact? Because that's the end of the day, that's what we all are here to do. 
so i think there's no right time for the career transition ask yourself these powerful questions and once you find that role make it your mission to see how you can transition into that role and that's what happened to me and i think that's a great place to start with krishna because a lot of generation these days who is entering the workforce for them career transition is basically they work 6 months in a company and then they hop on and then again they are looking so many a times like you said they don't have the purposeful questions that way. and and i think that's valid for any role that we are in whether mid managers or or higher up we're not asking uh, the purposeful questions like you mentioned so we are just hopping on going on into the career life and then at some times we find ourselves stuck right um when you are stuck in a certain role when you are stuck in a certain type of a job that you are at that time people usually just take up anything that comes what would be your say on that yeah so i think when you're stuck in a particular role or you feel stuck in a particular role um understand that a career is actually i'll describe it being a marathon or myself i'll describe it as a marathon yeah uh, there will be points in time in your career where you'll have a down curve mm-hmm. and you may feel stuck but i think don't lose hope don't lose heart look at that role that will excite you right and work towards it it may not happen in year 1 in year 6 it may happen a bit later but at the end of the day if you prepare yourself like for it you will eventually get there so if you want to make some short term trade offs uh, a lot of us make these trade offs based on economics based on other compulsions that we may be we may be having in life it's fine to make those trade offs but ultimately don't lose focus of why you want to be eventually mm-hmm. and work towards it surely but slowly right that's how i i would think about it very very well put so what are some of the things that people should be careful of while they are changing their careers yeah and i'll probably uh, talk about that pile i think yeah. first and foremost is set very clear goals and expectations for yourself it's very important while you make this career transition you may actually have to step back you may have to take a potential demotion in a particular level when you transition into a completely different career because you have to remember that your level is determined based on expertise the level of expertise that you have and when you're beginning from ground up again in a particularly different career you may have a director title but you may have to go in as a manager in another career hmm that's something that you should be okay with consciously right at the beginning because once you make the transition regretting it later is just too much of a cost to yeah. pay from a career standpoint so be very clear about the trade offs that you need to make second is build your credibility and competency over time it's not going to happen overnight hmm. so there will be people who will be way smarter than you in the room when you begin in a new career and it's okay because end of the day by the way leaders need to hire smarter people than themselves so it's completely fine to be outsmarted right so be ready and accepting of that third is i would say unlearn to learn uh like when i moved from engineering to the world of hr hmm. in engineering whatever inputs you have once you put those inputs in the outputs are almost immediate you can actually judge the impact Hmm. but when you have a leadership development program that you 
like put out in a company for a set of leaders in hr how do you judge impact will the impact be immediate or will it be mid to long term the answer is the latter mm-hmm. so you have to unlearn to learn and because a lot of your pre learned assumptions in your previous career may be erroneous in this new career so that's something that you need to keep in mind and yeah. lastly i would say is identify great mentors for yourself so you when you spoke about these points uh, krishna one of the things that i was thinking of is um, how good is it or or not so good to change your careers only for the sake of a salary hike yeah um again i don't want to sound too preachy here pyle but <laughs> all of us have various sort of goals for ourselves those include financial goals um material goals that we care about very deeply so i don't want to second guess or discount that but i do think like i said earlier that if your career is a marathon you know there are people who try their hand at entrepreneurship for a while yeah and they don't have a steady income coming in mm-hmm. they are okay to make the trade off for year 1 year 2 year 3 but then say their startup doesn't take off mm-hmm. they often come back to a steady job just to have that income coming in so people do make these trade offs but if you constantly make these trade offs through your career i would say you would be underplaying your long term career and the absolutely. impact you can create in this world absolutely so make those short term trade offs but never have it play out in the long term very hmm. very very well put uh, have you have you ever uh, you know how much importance have you given to networking and uh, to people while career transitioning uh, the reason i asked this uh, krishna is because i know of you know in my field of coaching i know of many uh, leaders who want to shift jobs who want to make a career transition they float their resumes around everywhere but i see they have really not built a network they have not they don't know who to reach out to so can you throw some light on that no it's extremely important pile so at least the way in my personal example when i sort of moved from the world of engineering into hr i did spend a, a lot of time talking to my mentors and particularly some folks who are subject matter experts in the hr industry itself mm-hmm. um and the other thing that you have to give yourself is time to see whether you can experience that career for a bit uh through short term i would say projects or experiences for instance can you actually in your full time role can you actually work with a set of mentors with maybe within your company within your institution on a set of projects that allow you to delve into that new career mm. like you may have a thought about it from the outside but how do you experience it and through that you can build a greater amount of networks and relationships not only within your institution or your organization but outside as well mm. so i think that's it's very very important as you make the career transition and when you talk about relationship building with people what does it take because uh, you can't be just having people on your linkedin and then all of a sudden when you want another job another uh, position or something a career transition you can't just go on there and say hi how are you and this is what i'm looking for that's usually what people land up doing yeah no i think passive uh, 
I would say networking is, you know, not going to get you anywhere. Uh, you need to be very deliberate about it. Uh, the way at least I would think about it is if you think about a company, a company has a set of advisors. It has a board that it operates with, but often we, we don't think about ourselves in that vein, which is if we were an institution, we are an individual, but we were an institution, we would have a set of advisors. We would have a board. And how do you engage with these advisors and the board? You don't engage with them passively. Yeah. You actually have active conversations with them on an ongoing basis. Hmm. So build, build your credibility within the set of advisors and so-called the board members, identify them and identify them in the areas that you actually want to gain expertise in, in your ultimate career choice that you're making and move towards it and have these conversations because when the time comes, your ability to lean in on these individuals is going to be the success of it is going to be determined by how much did you develop it in the time to come. Oh, wow, that was very lovely. I mean, you have so much of uh, in-depth insights and knowledge on this topic, you know, and you yourself have, like you said, taken that leap from an engineer into an HR field. That itself speaks volumes about how much you know about career transition and where it goes. Uh, Krishna, what would be your biggest piece of advice to the listeners who want to become successful in their careers? There would be three things that I have followed, Payal, and uh, I'm sure there'll be more. Um, I think first and foremost, adopt a learner's mindset, no matter where you are on the career journey. Like every day, are you learning? Are you upskilling? It's very, very important, not just for your job security, but it's also important for you maximizing your impact in the world. I think that's super important. Mm -hmm. Second is always balance short term and long term. I'm not saying skew one over the other. You need both. When you start out in a new career, for an example, you need to create some short term wins for yourself. What does that give you? It gives you self-confidence right? Self-belief in yourself. And it also gives your stakeholders the confidence that you can actually succeed in that role. And thirdly, we talked about this very briefly, Payal, establish a very trusted network that can give you the surround sound in your life. Like I described it as a surround sound. Very nice. Like they may spot you in, in a corporate setting. They may spot you in a personal setting, but they're always out and they're like unabashed with their feedback, unfiltered, and they give it to you. And they tell you, Krishna, you know, you screwed up, right? And I think you need this trusted network that gives you the surround sound all through your life. I think these are three things that I would emphasize on. Wow, that's really nice. And I've never heard someone say you need that surround sound, you know, who will come back and tell you exactly where the problem is and also tell you exactly where you're doing good and how you can improve on that. I think that's a fabulous one. Um, Krishna, I want to move on to the last segment of the podcast, which is the leadership rapid fire. And yep. uh, that's basically where whatever comes to your mind as a word or just a very quick one liner is what we would love to hear from you. Sure. Oh, I'll do my best. Okay. <laughs> this is the most enjoyable part. Um, what's uh, what's the one thing you wish you had known before you began your career? A career is a marathon. Hmm. And that you've said it so many times during the podcast itself. And that's you just keep going. You just keep going. That's nice. Um, what's what's your personal mantra or a motto or a quote that helps you throughout the day? 
yeah it's one of my favorite quotes from a favorite leader of mine abraham lincoln mm-hmm. and he talks about discipline in this vein discipline is choosing between what you want now versus what you want the most yeah very true that means you need to really really stick around there and do this every single day that you do i mean you know i'm on my fourth book now krishna and uh, uh, you know people ask how are you doing it it's just a discipline now that i'm hearing it from you every single morning waking up at 4:35 to write two or three pages so that's amazing you that's you amazing. really put it very well uh what's your what's the biggest leadership myth that you've ever heard yeah focus on your development areas to become better hmm uh i think uh, one thing that motivates you to get out of bed every single day purpose and i think now you're moving to another purpose right like you said you're you've uh, stepped out of uh, flipkart and now you are looking for some more purposeful thing to do in your uh, in your life yeah that's absolutely true pile yeah purpose keeps me going every day that i wake up there's something that i look forward to and and purpose is that one north star that i keep heading towards we'll we'll wait to hear what that new purpose is now uh, what uh, what is your favorite part of being a leader i think my favorite part is working with people uh, and witnessing their true potential unfolding every day mm. witnessing their potential uh, being unleashed i think that's that's really nice to to hear um which superpower would you choose invisibility or mind reading mind reading why i know that's not a question but why <laughs> i think i think we all have to work with so many of um so many stakeholders to get stuff done uh, both in our workplace and our personal lives and we often talk about empathy and empathy is about you know keeping yourself in the other person's shoes and experiencing what they are experiencing and sometimes people hold back from you know uh expressing themselves knowing what they feel or what they're thinking would go a long way in in landing impact and caring for one another in this world is is the way i think about it. yeah and i think that's the most hardest part is to know that somebody is feeling something or going through something but we're not able to gauge it we're not able to interpret it because they are not vocal about it yeah uh if you could change one thing about the corporate world what would that be it's the politics and focus on work and creating impact wow uh, tell me a little bit about it no i think um in the corporate world there's a lot of focus on perception uh-huh. uh you know how do i come across what do people think of me uh what does my boss think of me what do my peers think of me and a lot of energies are spent in managing that uh uh-huh. versus if each person were to have that focus on their work and trying to get better at what they do every day i think the world will be a better place there would be a lot less politics a lot less energy dissipation and all our energies would focus be focused on that larger purpose both from an individual purpose perspective as well as from a corporate purpose perspective so you never know that might be one of your purpose the change that you are going to be bringing around <laughs> hope so pair <laughs> really nice really nice conversing with you krishna you have been really generous in sharing your insights your experience with such a large audience of us thank you so much for your time thank you so much pair and thank you for inviting me wonderful to be here
Oh, it's our honor. And uh, this one's for our uh, listeners. Uh, this is Krishna and Payal Nanjani wishing you loads of success in your career life. God bless.